What's up, bro? Welcome to a new episode of the Brand Your News Show. As you know, I am Brand Your News. And like always, on podcast platforms, everywhere, Brand Your News Show. On uh, YouTube channel, Brand Your News Show. And like always, social media platforms, Brand Your News Show. Instagram, TikTok, is Brand Your News Show. Hope you guys enjoyed this episode. Tonight is Life in Times with music. Yeah. Uh, let's get into it, man. So I haven't, I haven't done an artist in a minute. Like an artist... You know, just talk about artists or a label in a minute. And so I wanted to talk about one tonight. I wanted to talk about the one and only Bruno Mars. Uh, I did his album breakdown, 24K Magic. I know I got to do a debate with 24K Magic. And I think I'm going to do his debut album, Doo-Wops and Hooligans. Uh, so that's coming soon. Um, but I wanted to talk about, you know, Bruno Mars, man. Bruno Mars has become one of the best artists in, like, the decade. Like, in the past decade, he's become the guy. Like, hell, it's kind of crazy to think he's he really took off in, like, 2010. Like, with Nothing On You came out and then billion a billionaire with him and Travis McCoy, because Nothing On You will B.O.B. And then he took off with his, his album... Uh, the Wops and Hooligans in 2010, and it, and it, he's become such an iconic figure. And the, and the crazy thing is, he's only got like three albums. <laughs> like he's only done three fucking albums. Like you think I'm crazy? Like go check the fucking stat. He's only done three albums in his entire career. Do Wops and Hooligans. Um, the uh, shit. Do Wops and Hooligans. I forgot the other fucking art art unorthodox jukebox. I think it's called unorthodox jukebox. And then uh, 24K Magic. And, of course, if you want to count Silk Sonic, so that's four. But technically, that's a group project. So it's about three solo projects. He's only done three solo albums. And for him to have this much of a hold on the music industry like he has had, it's pretty crazy, man. To see him be 13 years into the game and have only three fucking albums, three bodies of work solo-wise, and four if you count the, the Silk Sonic project, which, again, was a fucking chokehold on the game. I wish Silk Sonic would have dropped that album. When it wasn't a pandemic, I think if that would have came out like now, it would shut the fucking game now. It would shut the industry now, and I would love to go see them on tour. I just saw Anderson Pack at the Dave Chappelle show. It was so dope to see Anderson Pack just come out and just drum and do drums and just play, you know, just do something. But to see him and Bruno Mars do something, that would have been dope as motherfucker. That would have been dope as a motherfucker. But Bruno Mars is one of those artists, man, that you 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 gravitate towards when you first heard him. Like I, I did, I definitely did. I mean, nothing on you was such a big fucking hit for Bob that it skyrocketed his career. Like it made his career even better than when he dropped Planes. It was just like done airplanes. It was kind of like done deal. But Bruno Mars, on the other hand, he took off, man. And then you find out all of these songs he's written for people, like CeeLo Green. He wrote, he wrote "Fuck You," like he, like he wrote "Fuck You," like for CeeLo Green, like. It was like, what? And like, you hear that shit? Like, what? Like, it, it's shit like that, man. I think for an artist like, you know, a, a Bruno Mars to have the career he's had and has expanded. And I, and I can't wait when he does drop his next album because it's kind of interesting now. Where does he go? Excuse me. Uh, with the with the the, the the sonic like sound that he has, the, the incredible way he creates music. Um, where does he go now? Because he just did Silk Sonic. That was kind of like an ode to the '70s funk era, 
you know, 24K Magic was kind of like a, a a respect and a and a and a ode to the new Jack Swing era in the 90s. Uh, another Doctor Drew box is kind of like a a 60 jazz album, you know. And then his first album was kind of more like a like a a modern day popish album. So now you kind of ask, where does this man go as an artist? Because that's really what the interesting part of this shit is. Because where does he go as an artist? I think he's one of the rare few that can actually decide his fate whenever he feels like it. A lot of people say this with Kendrick, right? Kendrick is one of those artists that when you when he drops an album, he changes the tone of the of the industry. I think Bruno Mars is the same. I think when he drops an album, he changes the tone of the music industry because now you have to pay attention to what he does. Like I said, Silk Sonic album was as 70s funkadelic as you can get. You know, like, like Boosie Collins producing the project with, with them. Like, that was as 70s funkadelic as you can get it. Like, and it was, it worked because it wasn't, it wasn't just the old school sound. It was a way that he, cre- they created that. Anderson Packingham created that. Um, You know, listen to Bruno Mars or not just his debut album or any of those songs at the beginning. The fact that he also got a chance to work with, you know, Bad Meets Evil, which is, you know, Royce the Five Nine and Eminem Lighters, which is one of my favorite songs off that project. And and then you you see him work with Lil Wayne on the Call to Four, which is one of my favorite Lil Wayne pro- songs, Mirrors. Mirror is like it's it's a different type of energy, man. Like the dude is a different type of artist. I don't think a lot of people understand greatness like that. Like it's rare when you get a true artist in a generation. And like I said, I think he's one of those artists that shifts the game because he doesn't drop a lot. I think you don't really hear him a lot. And it's the same thing with like Kendrick. You don't hear them a lot. When they don't, when they, when you don't hear them, if their album's not coming out, you don't hear them collab with a lot of people. You don't hear them do a lot of shit. And I feel like that's what Bruno is. Bruno is a very, I'm going to watch how the, how the music scene is. And then when I drop, it's going to change the tone of the music scene in a temperature in the music scene. And I think that that is the guy that Bruno Mars is, you know, um, do also hooligans. is one of my favorite projects. I mean, he's got one of my favorite songs off of that album, uh, liquor store blues with him and Damian Marley, which is still one of my favorite songs. I love that fucking song to death. I remember this, is how crazy it is. I literally was up one night and this is when MTV still used to play videos. I remember <laughs> watching, uh, MTV two. And I remember like the video came on. And I'm like, what the fuck is this? And I saw his Bruno Mars. I'm like, mm, he ain't really let me down yet as a musician. So might as well look at the music video. And him and Damon Marley, and his song was so reggae tone. I was like, bro, that shit fire. And by the end of the first, the verse, you know, got to the hook of the song. By the end of the first, you know, lines of it, first verse of the song, I got to the hook. And I was like, I got to find this song. <laughs> I was like, I gotta find this fucking song. And I looked it up and I found it and I was like, yo, and then you hear Runaway Baby and then you hear, you know, um uh Talking to the Moon. And you hear these this album and it's like grenade pops off. Grenade's a fucking massive fucking hit. Just the just the way you are and all of these songs, you're like, this dude is different. You count on me, which is like the the most upbeat fucking song, bro. Like, <laughs> you can count on me like 
one, two, three. It's like the most upbeat fucking song. They got this shit playing at malls, bro. Like, that's like you be in the elevator that somebody plays it. They just got this song. Like, like, the fuck is this? Bruno Mars is one of them, man. He that album, that first album was like I said, it kind of like a modern day pop album where it wasn't too. It was commercially loved, sonically respected, and it was it was something that he could only he can do. And then you get Unorthodox Jukebox, which is completely the opposite of it. But it was kind of like an ode to the to the jazz era, where well, can't even say it was ode to the jazz era, more so late seventies, early eighties, when you have you know a song like uh, Treasure and um, Locked Out of Heaven, and you know. And then you have kind of like the modern day, you know, jazz kind of feel. Uh, when you uh, young, young girls and stuff like that, like you have these songs on that project, where it's kind of like over the seventies, eighties kind of rock, pop, you know, soul, um, R and B. It was kind of like an interesting mixture, and it is under unorthodox jukebox because it was kind of like a mixture of the rock and it was a pop and it was a you know, R&B soul. It was kind of like all of these albums lined up into one, and he created something like that. If I was your man, when he was on there, like, it was another fucking gorilla with him. Like, he's he, he just created a whole another wave, and every song was different. Every song was different. Like, Treasure was completely different than If I Was Your Man. And then, you know, and If I Was Your Man was completely different than, than, than Young Girls. And Young Girls was completely different than, you know, Locked Out of Heaven. It was just a different type of album, a body of work. And you're listening to this album, you're like, man, this dude is different. <laughs> you get to the realization of like, yeah, this dude is different. <laughs> you get to the realization like, yo, this dude is different. And then you get to, to and then he doesn't drop an album. You got to realize the album came out like 20, late 2012, 2013. He doesn't drop another album until 2016. Like that's three, four, four, three, three, four years of not having a, a Bruno Mars project. And that's kind of interesting. Even in that time frame, he drops uh, Uptown Funk with him and Mark Ronson. And that becomes a fucking juggernaut. And it becomes a motherfucking mass, uh, a masterpiece. And little did, I, little did we know that that was just the leeway into what his next album was because it just took off. And 24K Magic, like I said on the album Breakdown when I did it, is one of those albums that you listen to. And I think the thing about Bruno Mars is also he doesn't put a lot of songs on his albums, which is the best thing for a lot of artists. Some artists need to do that more. I, these motherfuckers that's playing a streaming game, it's a reason why so many people kind of lose lose what the fuck. Like, they, 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 they can't listen to everything you do. You got 26 songs on the project, and only, like, three of them bitches are actually good. And then the rest of them kind of, like, mid to all right, and you deal with it. But what... Like 24K Magic or Unorthodox Jukebox or even, you know, uh, Doo-Wops and Hooligans. Even the Silk Sonic Project. Like, he only has 10 songs. You think I'm tripping. You think I'm playing. Like, I'm dead ass serious. Like, he only has 10 songs on these projects. And it's like, what the fuck? He only has 10 songs on these albums. And and you listen to these albums, you're like, man, that, that nigga need to drop more music. <laughs> like... But I think that's the, the key of being an artist like him because he knows you're going to want more. He knows it. He knows you're going to want more music, and that is the thing about him. When he – and I remember I remember him winning the Grammys uh, for, like, I think the best album of the year 
song of the year. I think it was either record or song of the year at the Grammys, and he won those those awards. And I think, and then people was like asking, like, I can't believe like Bruno Mars won these awards. Like, is he just that good? And is he the, the best artist in the? And yes, have you ever seen this man perform? I remember, I literally remember when Super Bowl Forty Nine happened. I remember Super Bowl Forty Nine, and I remember the Super Bowl halftime show was announced, and it was Bruno Mars. And I remember people being like, wait a minute, Bruno Mars is going to perform at the Super Bowl? Like, the fuck? Like, is, is he even ready? It wasn't Super Bowl. It was Super Bowl 48 or 49. can't remember. It was Seattle and Denver. I know it was 2013. And I remember, like, um, yeah, it was 2013. So, Super Bowl 48. So, I remember, like, the fans. I remember fans. Yeah, yeah. Um, but I remember like a lot of people being like, yo, like Bruno Mars gonna perform at the Super Bowl? Like, is he even ready for that shit? It can't even headline a Super Bowl? Like, what the fuck is he? Like, what is he? What what is this artist? Who is this guy? And I remember like people really being like kinda like, Who is this guy? Like, can he even headline a Super Bowl? And he performed at the Super Bowl that year. And it's one of the best Super Bowl performances, halftime performances ever. It was, he was so good. He was so good at that performance. They had to bring him back at Super Bowl 50. <laughs> like, 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 think about that. He was so good. They were like, yeah, Super Bowl 50, yeah, we're going to have Beyonce, Coldplay, which, by the way, I will be doing a Coldplay episode because that's one of my favorite rock bands. And we're going to have Bruno Mars. <laughs> We have Bruno Mars do the halftime show for Super Bowl Fifty, and that was the three artists. That was the that was the artists that they wanted. They wanted Coldplay, Beyonce, and Bruno Mars. You gotta realize the magnitude of that. You gotta realize that the man was so good at that Super Bowl that he actually got another chance to perform at the Super Bowl. It was like we gotta have we gotta have Bruno Mars perform at the 50th Super Bowl halftime show because if he doesn't, I don't know what the fuck gonna happen. I remember that time frame. I remember people being like, "Bruno Mars can't perform at no fucking Super Bowl. What has he done?" And I remember being like, "He's going to kill this fucking Super Bowl show." We like, I was like, "He is going to kill this Super Bowl show," and he did. One of the best artists in this gener of this generation, man. I'm proud to say I lived in an era where a Bruno Mars came around. You know what I'm saying? Like, he does embody Prince, in a sense. And I know that's, like, blasphemous for Prince fans, but he kind of embodies Prince. Like, he does. He plays guitar. He dances. The way he does, he entertains. He kills. His song quality, everything about him. Prince also shaped the game when he dropped music. When Prince dropped, you knew Prince was coming. You know, when he, he was a different type of caliber. Same there with Bruno Mars. He's a different type of caliber, man. I'm not there to say he's in a conversation with the Princes and the Michael Jackson and all that. I'm not I'm not there. If this next album come out, we might have to have that conversation. But for the three albums that I've gotten, four albums that I've gotten from him, I've not been disappointed. And I think that that's something about an artist like him. I've never been disappointed when I've heard a Bruno Mars album. 24K Magic was one of those albums. When he dropped 24K Magic, the video and the song, and it blew the fuck up, and it was just like, whoa, what is this? And then that's what I like. And, and, and all these other songs, it just tucked the fuck off, you know what I'm saying? Like, you know, finesse, 
paying homage to a living color. Like I said in the album breakdown, paying homage to a living color, which, you know, people want to have their own little things about him, what race he is and all that. But he showed you right there and there. Like, he gets the culture. He understands what this culture is. You know what I'm saying? And then you have, you know, uh, calling all the lovelies with Holly Berry on it. Like, 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 like who the fuck gets Holly Berry to do, like, a little quick little, you know what I'm saying, like a skit on a fucking album. Like, Bruno Mars gets it. That's who gets it. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> like, you know, one of my favorite songs by him is also on that project, you know, 24K Magic, which is straight up and down, which is a fire song. Then he gets Zendaya to be in his Versace on the floor video. Like, it's like, the dude is that type of guy. Then you get to the Silk Sonic project, and you think he can never do anything better than what he's been doing. And then he drops his project with Anderson Pack, and he elevates Anderson Pack to another level. If you wasn't rocking with Anderson Pack before, you know, if he wasn't rocking with his first couple albums, like Anderson Pack dropped. Then you probably never heard of Anderson Pack, and then you hear him on his album with Bruno Mars. You're like, oh shit, who the fuck is this dude? And then you go research Anderson Pack's music with songs like, you know, um, keep the door. I'm gonna keep the, uh, I'm gonna keep the door open, and you know all these other songs, and and then you know all these songs of this project, you know what I'm saying? And it, it like I said, it embodies the 70s, embodies 70s funkadelic music and all of this, man. And it's just such a such a different type of caliber. Like I said, I don't know what he's going to do in the next album. I really don't know. I don't know when it's coming out either. So that's even, that's even, that sucks even more. Um, He might drop it next year. He might not drop it until 2025. He might not even drop it at all. But I do think this, and I do say this, Bruno Mars is one of the best artists of this generation. And whenever he does drop, I will be ready to listen to the album because I know he's not dropping nothing that is stupid or fucked up. <laughs> and he will change the way music is done when he drops. And that is very important. Until then, I am Brandon Janu. This has been Life of Times of Music. And go listen to Bruno Mars on all musical platforms right now. Until then, peace. <laughs>